and welcome to the World Champs Daily Special Edition of the Ski Racing Podcast with me, Ed Drake. On this episode, we'll review the team event. So I'll give you how it works. It's uh, four races from each country, two men and two women, in a series of individual head-to-head races. One point goes to the winner of each race. The most points from the four individual races advances that nation. In the event of a tie, the contest will be decided from the aggregate from the fastest man and the fastest woman from each team. Clear? I hope so. This is how it unfolded. So another day in Sweden with suboptimal racing conditions. We saw them using water. They were hosing water onto the piste and then adding salt to try and get some sort of a solid platform and, and unfortunately the race piste really did track up which I mean it, ke- it kept it exciting and the same as everybody else you know these guys had to ski in the conditions that were there a tight load of races uh, there were a few notable absentees um, no Vlahova for Slovakia no uh, Hadelin from Slovenia, who was second in the Alpine combined, also no Kranjek from Slovenia. I know more of a GS gear, but still you would have expected to see him there. No Christofferson, no Stefano Gro for Italy, no Molg for Italy, no Razzoli for Italy, no Tanetti for Italy, uh, no Neureuter for Germany, uh, no Hirscher, who already decided that a long time ago, which was less of a surprise, no Shield, which was, she is third of the Austrian women ranked in the race, so maybe she would have raced if she'd been asked or given the opportunity. And a couple of nations not turning up. No United States of America competing and no Croatia. So we had 16 teams start the competition. I'll run you through some of it without taking you into too much detail. Austria beat Argentina in the first round. Slovenia lost out to Slovakia. Norway beat the Czech Republic. Italy beat Finland, France beat Russia, which actually turned out to be quite a tight race with uh, France having Lizeruk and Clement Noel. But the Russians with uh, Trikachev, who's podiumed in Alpine combined before, really pushed Lizeruk right to the wire. Canada lost out to Sweden and Switzerland beats Belgium. Unfortunately for the Great Britain, we lost out to Germany in the opening round, which is a real shame coming off the back of that joint fifth place at the Olympic Games. Alex Tilly got the Brits underway. She lost out to Christina Geiger. Close race. Tilly skied really nicely, then just a bit of a mistake right at the bottom, just before the line cost her that. Then Laurie Taylor was up next, and he lost out to Lena Strasser, who we all know is a prolific city event racer and has won on the World Cup before, so that was always going to be a tough one for Laurie Taylor. Charlie Guest returning to racing. Real baptism of fire. Not had a lot of racing experience. Dumped right in at the deep end, and unfortunately lost out to Lena Durr, who's all also won a city event in the past. This head-to-head style racing is no surprise to her. And Dave did manage to get one over on the Germans. He beat Tremel and Dave also skied the fastest run so far. Dave really sort of put the hammer down at the top and obviously it was already over before Dave had, had raced. So he sort of just a bit of an exhibition, get those slalom skis running, get used to small turns on, on what, and how the snow feels. So interestingly, Dave decided that he wanted to race, as did Laurie. Those guys get a little bit of track time. Daniel Yule, also we saw him race and he said that it was nice to get some snow time under the skis. Clement Noel raced. So lots of people deciding that they did actually want to expel the energy that this race cost. But at the same time, it, you know, Hirscher and Schiff 
Schifrin obviously didn't race and, and uh, neither did Christophers. And th- those guys really thinking that the rest is better than this time on these snow conditions was actually, I don't know if that'll turn around and bite them in the bum because we have seen such tricky conditions with the snow and lots of uh, softer racing and changeable conditions meant that maybe actually it's good to get that time on the snow. So we'll see. And we started to get down towards the business end. Austria skied very nicely in the quarterfinals and took down Slovakia. Norway and Italy was a real turn up for the books. Italy actually advancing over Norway. It was a really tight affair, lots of very close racing, but Italy won three out of the four races. So the Italians really pulling through. Uh, France lost out to Germany and Germany, like I say, that when we just reeled through them, guys racing in there from the race against the Brits, the Germans have got winners in these head-to-head races, left, right and centre. So unfortunately for France, who were the reigning team event holders from the world champs back in 2017 in St. Moritz, uh, the French won, Slovakia was second and Sweden was third. So a real new podium for the world championships, as we've already seen that Slovakia got knocked out in the second round, as did the French. And the Swedes also got knocked out in that round as well. So a whole new podium already at the quarterfinals and the Swedes lost out to Switzerland. Roman Zenhausen, the big six foot six Swedish racer, had it all to do. Last racer had to win to tie up the scores and ski incredibly quickly to take it with the combined time being a factor. So he really had the pressure and he absolutely flew. I wonder whether the fact that he's a bit taller meant that he can see over the flags. A lot of them, especially on the men's side, some ladies were doing it as well, but especially on the men's side, we're using these double cross blocks to clear both of these panel gates. And I wonder if he's just able to pick the snow out a little bit better because he's looking over the top of the gates. A lot of the guys, the, the flags right at their eye line, it's got to be quite distracting. So also with the rutted conditions, it meant that he, he isn't having to ski with his centre of mass going from turn, side to side quite as much. He's able to really get those long legs out there and find a rut. And he actually scored the quickest time for the men from uh, from the racing this evening. So he was absolutely on fire. And then we move to the semi-finals. Austria took on Italy and Germany took on Switzerland. Austria managing to come through, but only just. It was a tied score with two all, but the Austrians, their fastest male, which was uh, Marco Schwartz, and their fastest female, which was Linsberger, those two managing to just beat them with the clock. They beat them only by three tenths, so it was quite a tight race. But Austria advanced to the big final, and Italy advanced to the small final. And then in the second semi final, it was Germany against Switzerland. And the Germans came out flying. They took it down. So with Roman Zenhausen left in the start gate, it was 2-1 to the Germans. And uh, and the big Swiss man stepped up yet again. Pressure on, top to bottom, won his run. Quickest out of all the men there. So him and Wendy Holden, a real tag team when it came to these two-all win victories. Those two skiing very, very quickly meant that the aggregate time for those two was was very quick so not a lot of people had uh, the run on them in terms of time so it meant that you had to really do it in the heats you had to really get these wins over the line and not have it come to the time section so the big final Austria versus Switzerland and Italy versus Germany chalked through the small final first and Italy came out absolutely flying they won their opening race they won the second race and then uh, luckily for the Germans they brought it back to 2-1 the Lina Strasser the previous winner put down an absolute fly across the line, celebrated with the team to make it uh, two all. And then they'd had the quickest run as well. So at that point, the Germans were getting the bronze medal. But it turned out, as we saw on slow motion replay, 
that Lena Strasse had actually straddled. So the Italians went wild and as they took their first medal in the team event. For them, it was a great day, quite exciting to see how the, the uh, racing went right down to the wire. And then it was the turn of the big final, Austria versus Switzerland, which was again a repeat of the Pyeongchang Olympic final for the team event, which turned out to be which turned out to be Sweden first, Austria second, and Norway in third. And so the race was on, and again. Out of the gate, the Swiss, Wendy Holdner, took a commanding lead. She put down an absolute flyer, which then put them into the, the realms of if it does, does go to 2-2 yet again, it means that Wendy Holdner absolutely flew through her run and Roman Zenhausen would then could do the same thing that he'd done in the previous two events. The Austrians then came back and took the next two wins. So it was 2-1 to Austria. Roman Zenhausen in the gate against Marco Schwartz. Marco Schwartz, a previous City winner this season. So what a great race to have the medal decider and Roman Zenhausen absolutely charged straight out of the gate. Lightning quick reactions from the drop of the start gate and then flew all the way down to make it 2-2 with his run and Wendy Holdner's run. It meant that the Swiss came out on top. So the results for the team event at the Alpine World Championships were Switzerland first, Austria second, Italy take a surprise third, and Germany in fourth. The athletes have a day off on Wednesday and they race with the women competing in giant slalom on Thursday. That's all we've got time for. Until then, goodbye for now. <laughs>